Hey guys, my name is Melina Ramna. I'm Hannah Fredley. And we are your hosts and sophomore here at Northwestern. This is Don't Tell Me Your Major, an interview podcast where we avoid getting to know people on the surface level with questions like what their major is, where they're from, and how old they are, but try to get to know them on a more profound level. That's how you really get to know the kind of person someone is rather than judging them based on pre-established stereotypes. So today it's just the two of us because last episode we had a guest, so today it's just us, the hosts, me and Hannah. And today we really wanted to talk about the idea of imagination because it's COVID still, we're still stuck inside, it's a pandemic, and um, I think our imagination can oftentimes be our only escape from this kind of stuff, right? So um, my first question for us to answer here on our podcast today is, did you ever have any imaginary friends when you were little, Hannah? So this is going to be a really boring answer. But I did not, actually. I knew a lot of people who did, and I have some funny stories, but I myself never had one. Okay, at least give me a funny story about it. So, I had a friend back home who used to have an imaginary friend. And so when she was little, she was walking down the street, and she used to talk to her imaginary friend. And so she'd tell me that people low-key thought she was crazy sometimes, because she'd, like, talk into thin air. Oh my gosh. Like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't just talk into thin air. That being said, though, I definitely imagine that my t- my like stuffed animals and teddy bears have personalities. <laughs> I still kind of do. I think it's a remnant from Toy Story being a thing. <laughs> um, I like definitely, you know, have my teddy bears and they have personalities. And, you know, my boyfriend isn't necessarily so happy about the fact that I'm still a five-year-old inside. But that was, they were like my imaginary friends, you know? Yeah. Also, because my parents never really like bought me. Maybe it's like a gender stereotype thing, but also I didn't mind it. Like they just never, I never even really had like Barbies or like um, Legos or anything. I always just had a million teddy bears. So yeah, I guess it was like safer child safety was just to surround me with soft plush things. Anyway. Yeah, actually, you know, and it's something funny. So back home in Norway, I used to have like a, like a fat big drawer only full of teddy bears and there were some teddy bears that was like they were too big to fit in the drawer and be like huge giraffes like the size of my body my little child body mm-hmm. like big bears like the size and if I put them all in my bed I wouldn't have space for myself in the bed yeah no exactly we would my sister and I would like oh my gosh this is so silly she's gonna hate me for saying this on the podcast but um we would do things with like a dolly hash where we take all of our stuffed animals combined, easily at one point, like a hundred of them. We would, consumerism at its finest. Um, <laughs> we would cover our living room in them, and there's photos of me and my sister just passed out, and you can't see the carpet. Is <laughs> the two of us, like, asleep on our teddy bears, and our parents are like, what have we created? I'm not going to lie, if I were a parent, I came home to that, I'd be thoroughly terrified. <laughs> but imagination, like, comes in a lot of different ways. I think we all have, like, daydreams about you know, from our imaginary friends to, like, our dream jobs and things like that. And I think that plays into this question that I've had for a long time of, like, idealism versus realism. Because I feel like, you know, for me, I'm more of a cynic. I would say I'm more of a realist. I've always seen idealists as kind of living in their imagination. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to be, like, some big, you know like music artist or something you know and that's often sometimes like really hard to achieve fame in and for me that's part of like living in their daydreams living in their imagination there's not something as real about it as like having a structured salary like the classic you know go to college earn like six figures like you know just go on to whatever you need to do next so like do you think that there's like idealism isn't what people should look for in life especially in this day and age or do you think it's more it's better to be idealist than a realist okay so i think there's value in ideal i think 
-hmm. first of all, balance of two. Mm -hmm. But I think there's value in idealism in the sense that you're much more likely to achieve something if you believe yourself that you will achieve it. So I sort of believe in the law of attraction and of how like if you really believe that you're going to do well on this test, then odds are you're going to do well. If you mm -hmm. go out with the mindset of like, oh, I'm never going to achieve this anyways, then the odds that you ever achieve it are so much lower. So idealism has value in the sense that like if you're shooting so far, so high and you're like, I know for sure that later in life I will achieve this, I will get this job, I will like be able to work with this and this and this, then it, even though it might not be fully accomplished, it still makes it more likely that it will happen mm -hmm. just by you believing it. No, and I think there's definitely something to be said for that. Um, and I think that there should never, it should never really be, because I, I had to kind of check myself. I have friends who are real idealists and I'm such a cynic, such a realist. I, I'm very much of the mind that you have to make money and then follow your passions, you know, like make money, build yourself that nest egg, build your family that nest egg, and then go paint, <laughs> you know? Um, that's what I'm, that's what I kind of grew up learning as well. And some people definitely have that mindset, but I think there is something that's braver about going to follow your passion so that you're not going into work every day, doing something you hate, doing something that's not making a change in the world. I think, like you said, it's everything in moderation. It's about finding that balance between what you're passionate about and like what's going to make you money. Because like I read this statistic the other day that said it was on Uber facts. So, you know, obviously take this as what you will. But um, if you <laughs> happiness, sorry, money can buy happiness if it's up to $70,000 right? Yeah. Once you hit that $70,000 a year mark, you're going to be pretty much like plateau of happiness thanks to your money. And it's your happiness is going to come through other things like love and family and you're not thinking about your survival anymore. Yeah, because this is what like Maslow's pyramid of needs. Yeah. It's like if you can get a nice shelter mm -hmm. enough to buy you the food you want to buy yeah. and everything like that, then that's covered by money. Mm -hmm. um, Self-actualization, mm -hmm. like your um, social life, mm -hmm. that can't be bought by money. No, yeah, exactly. And so I think in that way, your imagination, like thinking about, oh, what could my passion be? Like having, I think when you're little, having the, the freedom to explore that is also really interesting rather than just like, since you're five being told you're going to be a doctor when you grow up, you know? You know what I also think is really important that our generation kind of loses sight of sometimes is that there's such a big dialogue about nowadays, like, oh, you should be doing your passion. You should be doing like living your fullest self at every moment. And like for a lot of people, they don't know what their passion is. I think too many people worry about if they're doing the right thing, worry less about if you're doing the right thing. Because at a certain point, you stop, you stop living. Mm -hmm. If there's, you're like, oh, am I doing the right thing by doing a math major? Like maybe I'd be happier in statistics. Maybe if you start asking yourself too many questions, then you get paralyzed by the choice. Mm -hmm. It's like, stop worrying all the time if you're doing exactly the right thing, because things will turn out fine. Yeah. I, I really like that mentality. I think it is really applicable to the college student mindset, you know, and just that, like, it's so many kids are just like, oh, I'll figure it out eventually because they're, like, paralyzed exactly by, like, the amount of options that are open to them. Um, but, okay, we've had, like, the deep conversation about, like, you know, what we kind of want to be when we grow up in terms of mindset, right? When you were a kid, <laughs> what was your favorite imagination game? Because I also talked about, you know, like, games that build creativity in kids because I think that's something that is uh, education's becoming coming to focus more on um what was your like when you were little like what was your favorite imagination game like did you play like house did you play like dress up like what would you do that was an imagination game oh um so me and my sister or me and my cousins it's always with the cousins yeah. by the way yeah for some reason <laughs> um we would like 
create these like fake little shops mm-hmm. in our rooms. We'd make like stands and then we invite our whole family to like come by our stands and pretend they were buying like stuff from us. So we'd like pretend we were a bakery, pretend yeah. we were like a jewelry store, stuff like that. Oh my gosh, we literally, okay, so I was, I would do this daycare program after I finished elementary school because um, we'd finish the day of like fifth grade, but my parents couldn't pick me up till 5 p.m. when they got off work. So I'd stay after school and we'd play like games and there's like 20 other of my best friends who were like also doing it. Not that I had 20 best friends, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Popular in fifth grade. But regardless, um, we literally did this. It was called Mini City. And like all the other kids were like actually doing things with their imagination. They were like drawing. They were like making necklaces. They were like, you know, giving out fake whatever. Because it was just like they gave you fake money and you had to go to the different stands. But like with people's businesses were all imagination based like there were no real products and I was like I found a niche in the market and I got all my friends together and we made a giant stand that looked like a cupcake out of like the reusable cardboard in the dumpster why we were I literally so much is wrong with this but then my I got like all the parents to like bake stuff for their kids to bring in and we were the only people selling like genuine products that anybody wanted to the point where we had so much money that our like toy cash register was overflowing and this is all fake money provided by the daycare people but then at the end this is such a distinct memory and maybe why I'm an econ major today is we laid the money we were so much money we laid (laughs) it all over the floor threw it up in the air and then rolled around (laughs) the fake money and I think that's why I'm an Econ major. That business mindset. You were a hardo from day one. <laughs> oh no, dude. I feel so exposed right now. Um, but okay, okay. Last question. I think that it comes off of that like really well is so when you're a kid, you kind of have like these stars in your eyes, and maybe it does relate a little to the idealism realism thing. But do you feel like I feel like so many things nowadays, they're like, oh, we want creativity in the workplace. We want imagination in the workplace to come up with innovative solutions. But do you think like, you know, when you're in a job in the future, you're really going to be using your imagination? Uh, you know, it's an interesting question. And I think it's kind of linked to AI in a certain way or like um, automiza- automization. Mm-hmm. Um, so computers are really good at brute forcing stuff mm-hmm. and like going through stuff in a systematic method. Mm-hmm. And humans are very good at being creative. So they complement each other very well. So all the jobs that are like non-creative can be taken over, more mm-hmm. or less. And humans are creative. And so that's how we complement it. So I think more and more we'll mm-hmm. be creative in the workplace in the future. I think so too. And I think like, you know, I go to whatever. I'm in a peer tutoring program. And so I go to a lot of like these professional development education seminars and stuff. And the more I read about the education process, the more I realize that kids are falling short because they're not taught to be creative. They're just taught to get the best GPA. Like coming out of, um, I graduated from high school in Singapore. And so when I was growing up in my education system, it was all about memorization, memorization, memorization. And now I come to Northwestern and it's a struggle for me because so much of like the education here is about problem solving and like creativity and like coming up with your own themes and like ambiguous situations. Um, And so you're right. I think that it's something that's like really very much the future of who's going to excel and who's not going to, you know? Yeah, I fully agree. I think it's more important to teach kids problem solving rather than memorization. Yeah, exactly. Well, unfortunately, um, that was a bit abrupt of an ending, but that is all the time we have left for today. Hannah, thank you for being here. And, you know, we are hosts telling you guys a little bit more about what we think of imagination in our daily lives. And I hope that you know, you guys had some time to think about it and feel free to drop your thoughts about it into the Google form at the top of our Spotify description because we'd love to hear from our listeners um, and hope that you have a spectacular week. This has been Don't Tell Me Your Major. 
um, and, and be an audio podcast.